Shalom, discusses getting paid for teaching Torah, Schar Shabbos, and Havla, getting paid for Shabbos, included in like a month, a monthly salary, a weekly salary. And uh, we bring a raya that Shrup is in fact Dairaisa. Now back in Mishnah, we had said that one is allowed to teach uh, to someone who, made it, who he's not allowed to give Hanot to, he could teach him Medrish, Halachas and but he's not allowed to teach him Mikra. That would be giving him Hanot. So the Gemara says, why can't he teach him Mikra? Because that's giving him Hanot. How come Medrish is, what, Medrish is not giving him Hanot? So Shmuel says that we're talking, talking about a, a city, a place where they pay Hanot, they pay money, they hire people to teach Mikra, Tyra, but not Medrish. Where do you get that from, asks the Gemara? Because we learned that even in a place where they do pay for teaching Torah, over there you're allowed to accept payment. But even when they're paying for Mikra, you're not allowed to accept payment for teaching Medrish. Why is Medrish any different? Because the Pasuk says, The Pasuk says, Just like Hashem, uh, Moshe Rabbeinu taught us Torah for free, so too we are supposed to teach Torah for free. So the Gemara says, okay, so how are you allowed to charge for Mikra then? So we have two answers why we would be allowed to charge to teach Mikra. Rav says it's because if you're teaching children, you're paying for the babysitting, just watching over these kids. And Rabbi Yechanan says you're getting schar for the piece of time and for teaching the trup. Now, Mishnah said you're not allowed to teach Mikra. That makes sense according to the man Omar who says, you're not allowed to give this guy a no, so you're not allowed to guard you know, watch over his kids. The babysitting would be giving him a no. But according to the one who holds that, or rather, according to the one who says you're teaching him trap, you're not allowed to teach him the trap, that's giving him a no. But according to the one who says you're getting paid for babysitting, you know, if the guy is 25 years old, you're not allowed to teach him mikra. That's not babysitting. He doesn't need she more. The Gemara says we're talking about a case of a katan. In a case of a katan, if you're not allowed to give him a no, there's a net there over there, then you would not be allowed to do it because of the babysitting. Gamora says, you're trying to tell me that the whole mission was talking about a case where the, where the person who you're teaching is a katan? The Seifa says that you are allowed to teach this guy's son's mikra, just not him. Now, if he's a katan, what's he doing with sons? So the Gemara says it's a chesur machsara. And really what a mission says is you're not allowed to teach him mikra if he's a katan. If he's a gadol, then you are allowed to teach his son's mikra. Next, the Gemara says that you're not allowed to teach Tinoika's children Tyra, the first time around on Shabbos. But Chazara, you are allowed to. Now, according to the man, that says, let's plug it into our two opinions, that you're getting schar, you're getting paid for teaching him the trap. So you're not allowed to teach him for the first time on Shabbos. But according to the man, that says that it's babysitting. What's the difference between the first time you teach him and the second time you teach him, whether it's Chazara or the first time? Either way, you're babysitting. So why should it make any difference? The Kabbalah says, well... It shouldn't be Yasser Bechlau, because even if you're t- teaching him the trap, he's getting paid the Havla. His paycheck is, is getting swallowed up with the paycheck of the rest of the week. It shouldn't be Yasser to work the Havla on Shabbos. That's Mutra. The Bryce says if someone hires a worker, he hires a babysitter, he hires a, a cow sitter, someone to look over, watch his cow, his, his plants, you're not allowed to pay him for Shabbos. And in a scenario like that where the cow dies, something goes wrong with the plants or the kid or whatever, he's not chayiv because he wasn't being hired for Shabbos. You're not allowed to hire, hire someone on Shabbos. But if you hire him for the week or for the month or for the year, 
then you are allowed to pay him for the Shabbosim in that time span. And in that scenario, they are technically being hired on Shabbos. They're getting paid for Shabbos as well. And then if something goes wrong, they would be responsible for that. Rather, the reason why we're not allowed to teach Torah for the first time to kids on Shabbos as opposed to the Chazara is because the, the fathers of these children are waiting for their kids to come home to be able to spend time with them on Shabbos. Nothing to do with babysitting or teaching him trap. You don't want the kids to get too involved in this new thing that you're teaching them to take away from their time with their parents on Shabbos. And the kids won't be able to be Mikhaim or Shabbos because they're so busy with their learning. That won't happen as much with Chazara. Alternatively, the Gemara offers another answer is that on Shabbos, since the kids eat and drink, and like Shmuel says, it's, it's hard to learn on a change of a diet. Shmuel says that any change in regular eating habits is the beginning of stomach pains. So don't teach them new stuff on Shabbos when their eating habits are different. If during the week they only had bread and water, and now on Shabbos they're having meat, their stomach will be off. So save the Chazara for Shabbos. Obviously this Chazara during the rest of the week. Chazara, Chazara. So now the Gemara says we have two reasons why someone would be getting paid for teaching Mikra. One is for babysitting and one is for teaching him the trap. Now, according to the one who says they're getting paid for teaching the trap, what's wrong with the other answer? What's wrong with the babysitting? Why is that not a reason to get paid? He holds that you're also teaching Mikra to the daughters and the daughters don't need babysitting. They're calmer. They're not as lebedig as the boys. And uh, what about on the flip side, the one who says that you're babysitting, what's wrong with teaching uh, the piece of time in the trap? He holds that teaching trap is actually a chiv de raisa. Like we learn of Iko bar Ovin Amar Rav, says, when the Pasuk tells us, Vayikoru b'sefer Torah alakim mefurosh, v'soyim sechel v'ayoviu b'mikro, the Gemara breaks, the, break, breaks this Pasuk down, Vayikoru b'sefer Torah alakim, that's referring to mikra, Torah. Mefurosh is referring to the Targum, V'sum Seichel is referring to the breaks. That's Nachto, the end of the Pesukim, the Seif Pasuk. Vayavinu Bamikra is referring to the trap. Some say that Vayavinu Bamikra is not referring to the trap. That's not a source for trap being Daraisa. They say that that is teaching us the big letters, the, the Messiahs of when things are written differently in the Torah. Next, Shavitzel tells us there are four things that are Allah Chalamash Mesinai. The Mikra, how we read the Pesukim. The Itor, the enhancements of the Sefer Torah. We'll see what these things are in a moment. The Kriz and the Ksivs, those four things are Halacha Lamoyesh Mishinai. Now, the Mikra Seferim. What does that mean? That means at the end of the Pesukim, when it, instead of saying Eretz Shemayim Mitzrayim, at the end of the Pesukim it says Eretz Shemoyim Mitzrayim. That's Halacha Lamoyesh Mishinai. The Itor Seferim, the enhancements, those are the extra Achars. They have Achar Tavayru, Achar Telech, Achar Teosef, all of those extra achars and the chaf of kehareikel, those are all the enhancements of the Torah. That those are Allah Chalamash Mesinai. When we have exiv, or rather a kri and not exiv, for example, the word peros by Dovid Malach, or the word ish. The kasher yishal ish b'dover alekim boim by nivnasa lo by plato the word the word s 
Mehagei Hugad, Eli by Hagoyren, Eli by Hashoyrim Holin, those are all Krees and not Ksivs. And the Gemara also brings down examples of Ksivs that are not Krees, where it's written, but we don't say it out loud. The word Na by Yislach, Zois by Hamitzvah, Yidreich by Hadoyrech, the, the word Chomesh by Pas Negev, the word Im by Ki Goyel, these are Oksiv and not Kri. Rav Achbar Ada says that in Eretz Yisrael, they divided this Pasuk into three. Now, this is actually one long Pasuk, but they would read it. This is in Shemois Yutestes. And they would stop. And next pasuk, they divided into And even though this is all one pasuk, they turned this last piece into a third pasuk of Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.